Hey. Hey, welcome to the Men of Iron podcast, Justin. Hey, thank you, Travis. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. We are in week three. Of what? Of our series on man killers. Four man killers. I like it. Yeah, four things that will hold you back from being all that God created you to be. Talking about overcoming. So week one, we talked about overcoming fear. Week two, we talked about overcoming apathy. This week, overcoming lust. Now, before we dive in, we're getting closer to Christmas. Uh, did you get me a Christmas present yet? Oh, man. You didn't. All right. I'll, well, what do you like? I like money. All right. Yeah, so just send me a, a check or cash. Right. I'm writing <laughs> that down. Either is good. Yep. All right, man. Can I Venmo you? Venmo me. Yeah, right. sure. All and right. then, uh, yeah, I'll get you something small as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like money as well. So you know That's what? Good. Let's just save the hassle. Yeah. You give me 25, I'll give you 25. Yeah. We'll call it even. All right, done. All right. That's good. Done. All right, man, here we go. Overcoming lust. Yeah. Justin, talk to us, man. Man, this is such a, I mean, like, I don't know. This is probably in a lot of ways, a lot of guys might think this might be number one. Yeah. Man killer on the list. Right. But perhaps maybe not talked about nearly as much. Yeah. Or as candidly and as real yeah. as it should be. And that's what we're trying to do is be real. Be real. Shine yeah. a light on yeah. dark things. So you've probably heard some of this stuff, but I'm going to zip through a couple stats on pornography, which again, I want to make sure we, 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 we'll talk about this, but lust is not just pornography. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about that. But pornography, 12% of all the internet sites are porn sites. It's one in one in ten. That is a twelve and a hundred. Yeah, twenty five percent of search engine requests are for pornography. Wow. Seventy percent of men ages eighteen to thirty four visit a porn site each month. Wow. Seventy percent. Seven in ten. Ninety percent of kids ages eight to sixteen have viewed porn. Man. And I saw this one. This is that's, crazy. That's nine out of ten of our kids. That's a lot. Yeah. Fifty percent of pastors regularly look at porn that's yeah. i mean it it's a it's a big deal i mean it's a huge man killer yeah so and one like uh, i mean okay we talked about fear we talked about apathy i can get excited about like fighting back you know about with those things but like this is one when i look at like our kids mm-hmm. you know when i look at our pastor like it's one that like it gets me fired up to, to like really want to yeah. fight back against. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what, uh, again, uh, not just porn. I mean, so there's a, certainly pornography is a big part of lust. Yeah. But what, how would we maybe def- define lust outside of just pornography? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, that's a good question. Seeing something that you're attracted to mm-hmm. and uh, moving towards that thing, despite the fact that it can hurt you and the person let's let's keep yeah. it to people yeah you know like it can hurt you and the person that you are lusting after yeah um and it can hurt others mm-hmm. that aren't there yeah you know so anyway i mean that's what like that's what i think of when i think of yeah. lust yeah i actually i'll go uh go to jesus on this one because yeah. i think he's a good resource for most things right I agree. Uh, <laughs> I, you know i think uh so this in, in matthew chapter five he's talking about uh, like what we would say is the extreme version of lust, yeah. right? You've heard it was said, do not commit adultery, yeah. right? Don't cheat on your wife. Right. Like even if you don't have faith 
even the world would say, yeah, that's, that's kind of looked down upon. Yeah. Right? Everyone knows that. That's the extreme. Or, I'll just add, because adultery could go, or sleep with another man's wife. Yeah. Even though you don't have one. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's Whichever real. side of the coin you're, you're on, right? Yeah. yeah. But then Jesus goes on to say, I, but I tell you, anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has committed adultery with her in his heart. Yeah. And we'll go on to what he says, what you should do about that after. But like, the, the, the scale is not, okay, all right, yeah, there's some stats, but I, you know, I don't know. I, I only look at porn every couple months, or I, I'm not actually, that's not my issue at all, yeah. is pornography. But if you've got thoughts about women around you, if you're, like, taking glances uh, and, and, and desiring, like, it doesn't have to, like, yeah. it's not the extreme. Hey, I don't sleep with other people's wives. Great. Good job. Yeah. But what are you, what are you desiring in your heart? What are you pursuing with your thoughts? Yeah. Like that's what lust is. It starts in your mind. It's right. not even about the action at the end of the at the end of the process, yeah. right? And it's it's crazy because it, it comes back to uh, the seeds that you plant, right? And so like you can plant good seeds. Jesus talks about planting a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. He's using it in a very positive mm-hmm. way, right? Create shade. But like for us, if we allow the seeds of this seeds of lust to fall into our minds, they will grow. Yeah, and uh, get us into trouble. Big time. Yeah. What, what's your experience uh, either working with men or if you want to speak to any of your own personal experience with, with what this looks like as a man killer? Yeah. I mean, yo, I was exposed to pornography. I was probably, you know, I'd say probably around 10 years old. Yeah. You know, I remember I was at a, fu- a buddy's house. Uh, I played midget football with him and his older brother and his older brother had, you know, I don't, I forget what magazines they were, but you know, my buddy brings them out, throws them on the couch. And so it started exposure. Right. And like, oh my gosh. Like, what is this, you know, and like not like wondering what it is, but then it growing, you know, into this. Uh, but, you know, luckily, like for me, I would say very luckily, you know, I, I had a good relationship with my dad and my dad did speak to me on it on a, on a regular basis, you know, so like it helped. But it is something that you are exposed to, a, you know, as an athlete all through high school, all through into college, you know, post college, all of it, you're always exposed to it. Uh, and it's dangerous and it does cause you to be looking at women, right. Who are not on a porn site. Okay. But now I'm looking at women, girls on campus or whatever it be in a way that I shouldn't be looking at Mm -hmm. them. And my dad challenged me. These are the wise words of Brett Albanicious. He, you know, and he always, he always encouraged me with this was just like, Hey, like God made women, uh, and they are beautiful. Right. He said, but here's the deal. You're only allowed to look once. And look long enough to say, God, thank you for making such beautiful women. And then you're not allowed to look again. Don't you <laughs> yeah. dare look back because uh, that is crossing the line. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if Brett Albanicious is wise in saying that, but that's yeah. what he taught me <laughs> as his son. And to this day, yeah. I catch my, like, you know, thank you, Lord, right? But don't be looking back, man. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, it's, uh, and I, I think... I've got a similar uh, similar start to my experience with lust. It was first or second grade, so whatever age. Yeah, I guess that would be nine, ten years old. Yeah. Buddy's house showed me something on on TV, and it, for me, I got I was hooked and yeah. addicted early. Like I would say, mine my journey with lust was not. I think a lot, almost all men have some degree of this as a battle or a struggle. Like, yeah. cause it's such a, we're wired and we can talk about that a little bit. I think God's wired us 
uh, in, a, in a different way than w- most women uh, are not wired visually as much and, yeah. and drawn. Men are. And, and when used right, it's, it's a great, it can be a strength, but we're wired towards that, that visual. And, uh, and, and so guys, this is a big deal for most, most men. Uh, for me, it, it crossed the line yeah. uh, to, it was like a, a serious addiction for years. And I didn't have an outlet and a resource to really guide me to catch me from going down that path yep. and it became it snowballed fast i mean and it, it impacted relationships again like you said how you see others around you yeah uh, i mean it, it, you start to objectify others it's not even just like on you know oh it's only on 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 websites yep. man it's in real life how you think of them and and what they become to you and phew, Goodness, like I, it was a, it was a huge. I mean, I, I eventually, um, you know, it hurt a, re- a relationship in college, and you know, we were we were kind of moving towards, uh, you know, a serious commitment marriage, and yeah. so I felt like well, I should share, like I'm struggling, yeah. and that put her to counseling. Like right. she, like that devastated her self esteem and image and worth, and and so we were both going to counseling and. Uh, like it damaged that relationship. Um, that's not why we didn't get married, but yeah. but it was a huge, huge piece to our relationship. So my wife now, Jenna. I mean, we dealt with that in premarital counseling, and it became an issue early in our in our marriage. Getting over that, and it affected my intimacy with her and yeah. how we were connecting, and uh, certainly sa- similar issues of like self worth and self esteem for her. And why are you going to this instead of what God's created for us to enjoy? Yeah. Uh, so I I had up you know in counseling uh, while after we were married. To really work on that, so this is a huge like for me. I again, it's not not every guy goes all the way down that road of a, a full on addiction. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because even even less addicted men to lust can still ruin a whole lot. Yeah, and you know that's the purpose of this podcast. Let's just remind mm-hmm. ourselves to get real. Yeah, you know, and I appreciate you getting real and just our you know our willingness to get real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's a uh, gosh, a a difficult topic, man. And I was gonna say something profound, but then it, it left my mind. So <laughs> the anyway, answer, I will come back to it. It'll come back. Don't worry. So, so what do we do about this? So we could talk about uh, all the there's a, and there's some great resources. Thankfully, I think yeah. the church is getting better at this. Um, there's some great resources that I, I, I do want to like mention at the end here. Um, oh, yeah. Can so I interrupt you? Yeah, do it. Okay. Okay. Oh, here it, it is. All right. Well, so here's the thing that we learn is the porn industry is, 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 is really figuring out that it needs to capture us as men as young as possible. Yeah, absolutely. To draw us into it, right? And I'll just say, too, like as a, as a pastor in the past, um, I, guys, I've seen men come to me broken mm-hmm. because their wife found out. Yeah. And uh, there was nothing more moving to me than watching a grown man, you know, like legitimately weep, mm. weep in my in my office because of of how far he went down that path and mm. had no accountability yeah. or no and nothing stopped him. And then his wife found out his kids were in jeopardy, you know, his whole marriage blew up. And I would just like encourage you. Maybe you're going to go here at mm. some point. Just you are about to go there about resources yeah. to help. Yeah. But guys, listen, like there, there, there's a real enemy out there. And if you're a Christian man listening to this podcast, he wants nothing more than for your marriage to blow up Yeah, and it will affect, uh, generations in your family. If you don't seriously take action 
to get this fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, man, please, you know, from the bottom of my heart, and I'll just say too, I'm susceptible, mm-hmm. right? Hey, I never went down that path. Praise God. Like, like far I've been down the path just, you know, but like, um, I'm, I'm susceptible to going mm-hmm. down. Every single one of us is susceptible to going down that path and to a point where we really, really could do some serious damage mm-hmm. and, and we don't want to have that happen, man. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think the, as far as like what what's the what's this what do we do? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna keep reading from from Jesus what he says. Th- yeah. This is not a pra- like, don't take this as a literal practical gotcha. next step for you. But <laughs> I want to get to the heart of it. So he, you know he's talking about hey listen like what you look at and what you desire that that is lust that that matters in your heart and your mind. And so he goes on to say if your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. If your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. And again, like, okay, so is that is that the answer? Like, pull out your eyes and cut off your hands. Uh, that certainly would take care of the lust issue. Yeah. Um, but I think what he's calling is is the heart of like what you were just kind of honing in on. It's like take this seriously. Like, this is not. Man, like every guy just deals with it, right. right? We just went through the stats. Like most guys deal with it. It's just something we deal with. Like it's not so bad. It can't be, it, it's not hurting anyone. That's sometimes the thing is like, this is just you and you know, your computer screen. Like yeah. you got to have a vigilance about this topic and this man killer that is to the point that, man, I'm going to do anything and everything. I remember I was in counseling again early on and it was actually a similar situation. Uh, another friend of ours uh, in, our, in our group uh, got like way, way too far down the road and some, some big time consequences that was beyond just pornography and himself. It was yeah. others involved. And that shook me to the core. Like what is keeping me from going down that same path? Right. Like I keep just like kicking the can. I kind of, I knew it was wrong. Always knew, always fighting it. Yeah. But, like, all right, all right. Going to counseling was scary. Yeah. That meant admitting to people that meant like seeking help that I hadn't, sought before and being real about it and i remember one time uh my counselor said hey man like if you don't we've been meeting for a while if if things don't change i think you need to kind of step out like i I was in ministry at the time as a youth pastor right he's like i think you need to step out of ministry (laughs) and get this right i was like wait this is going to tear out my whole like my career my family like this this you got to have that vigilance before you need it yeah cut out your eye and your hand yeah because this actually matters so much more. This is like getting, it's better for you to do what you need to do now before it becomes the extreme. Yeah. Because you, by the time it gets there, it's too late. Yeah. And no one goes into, no one, none of these guys that I know about and you, you know about went into to these things and went into porn going, yeah, I think I'm going to probably cheat on my wife or I'm going to, you know, hook up with someone I shouldn't. Like, yeah. that's never the, that's rarely ever the first step. Yeah. Well, and apathy. We yeah. talked about it last week is a killer. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I know I shouldn't, but I'm going mm-hmm. to, you know, and it's yeah. like, wow. Yeah. You know, it's just, I didn't think these series would tie in as well as they are. But I know. Like you said, Man, they're who overlapping. Put these, who put this together? Man? Yeah, this is impressive. Uh, I know we, we could do, we could dive into so much of this. So right. there's, I, I, I at least want to give some, some resources for, for guys to pursue. Yeah. One, reach out to us. Yeah. I mean, anyone on our staff would be, 
again, the two of us are open book, yeah. uh, able to share about things. But um, there's there's three places I would I would kind of just encourage any guy to go to. It's a non-religious, it's non-faith-based, but the fightthenewdrug.org um, is is an organization that is looking at the the medical and the just the neurological. Like it's an it's an addictive drug. Right. I mean, it, it creates pathways in your brain and chemical responses that it's addiction, just like drugs or alcohol. Yeah. So like being able to be aware of that, the mental and and physiological impacts. If you were like stuck in addiction, yeah. Like that's a great one. Uh, live free. Uh, the Live Free Community and the Triple X Church, they've been partners of ours for years. Carl uh, over there is doing some incredible work focusing on why you can't quit porn is because you don't realize it's a mental, there's a mental and emotional component, yeah. and you need really solid community. So Live Free Community and Triple X Church, fighting sexual addiction through mental health and community. Uh, the Conquer Series and Pure Groups, faith again, another faith-based focal point on, on building better habits in community, focus on the Lord. Yeah. So those are my three resources. What's your What's your last? I mean, I would just say, like, hey, our mission as an organization is to change a culture one man at a time, mm-hmm. and that happens by each one of us getting responsible for the culture, right? Yeah. That God's entrusted us with, and that's you know our our direct input, whether that's our wives, our kids, mm-hmm. you know, our families, and if if we can, oh, man, conquer this. Uh, if we don't conquer it, hey. Just trust me, like there's someone coming after our sons with this and mm-hmm. our daughters. Yeah. yeah. They're they're coming after it. Yeah. And so like and if we don't actively work this out of our culture, right, it's just gonna continue to thrive and thrive and thrive and create more and more broken marriages, broken families, and more hurt and disaster. So mm-hmm. I would just say, man, let's get this right. Um I think you should pray for us, man. Yeah, hey, yeah. I'm going to do it. We'll close out. Let's yeah. close in prayer. Yeah. God, I just pray for each and every man that is watching and or listening, Lord, that, Lord, just wake them up, uh, get them to, to, to break out of that apathy or fear that is keeping them from getting the uh, taking the step that they need to, specifically in this area of lust. We, we've talked about it. It just filters into every part of our culture uh, and specifically our personal culture, our, our, our marriage, our, our kids, our community. Lord, uh, help us to have that vigilance that you talk about, that we would rather gouge out an eye or cut off a, a, a hand to say no more. This will not stand. This will not keep taking more ground for your kingdom. So may each and every man take the step, go to a website, reach out with an email, and, and, and be vigilant in that fight. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey. Glad to have you with us. Thank you for tuning in. Next week, we wrap up this series. With what? Talking about addiction. Again, very well ties in to what we're talking about. So thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Hey, thanks for listening to our Men of Iron podcast. If you enjoyed that episode, make sure you go to menofiron.org. Or you can hit the subscribe button. You can ring the notification bell. That way you don't miss out on any future episodes. But again, thanks for checking out Men of Iron.